From creation to the flood to the patriarchs to Egypt, join me, Pastor Hook, as we go through Genesis, the backstory to the beginning. Um, so we are studying, we are studying Jacob. Now, if you'll remember, uh, Abraham had, had to wait a very, very long time before he got a son. Um, he had son Ishmael, and then he had a son Isaac, who's going to sacrifice Isaac. God protected him. Um, Isaac was one son. So Abraham had very few, you know, one son in Isaac. Uh, Isaac wants, you know, more children, but he gets Jacob and Esau. So this whole idea about having generations upon generations and thousands and thousands of children and all that, you know, um, doesn't seem to be happening very quickly until Jacob. Now we have, now we have the fertile guy, right? This, this is the hound dog. This guy is a fertile myrtle. Um, he apparently just loves to have children. And, you know, I mean, if, if you can, today's children, I mean, what do they say? Children today cost you a quarter of a million dollars or something like that. So a lot of people don't have children because it's just so expensive. Um, my mother-in-law told me, you will never be rich enough to have children. So if you're waiting to have enough money to have children, forget it. They're always going to cost you money. But, man, what a blessing. I mean, what a huge... I mean, this is something you just cannot... You cannot really get across to somebody, you know, who's young parents, you know, young, young couple, you know, getting ready to have children. You know, like, should we have children now? Should we wait? And all that sort of thing. Yeah, but... You know, uh, the blessing of having children is so amazing. And the joy and the ability to shape these minds of mush and all that. I mean, it's just, there is no greater joy in life to, to be a parent. I'm, I'm just telling you. And um, so I, I would recommend, I mean, I, I would tell anybody, you know, have kids. It is the greatest, it is the greatest joy you will ever have. Now, are they expensive? Yes. Do they cause, do you have discipline problems? Yes. I mean, can they be, can they give you heartbreak? Yes, absolutely. I mean, there's all sorts of things that can happen having children, but, but are they worth it? Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Absolutely. No greater joy in life. I'm serious. I've done a lot of things in my life. No greater joy than having children. So I'm envious of Jacob because Jacob has quite a few. I wanted a dozen and, um, you know, that, that would have cost billions of dollars. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, the, old, the, the more complicated a society gets, the more expensive children are. Um, but but they're worth it. So anyway, um, we're going we're gonna to talk about that because Jacob has a lot of children. So we might as well just get right into it. All right, Je Genesis chapter 29, beginning of verse 1. Uh, when the Lord saw that Leah was not loved, he enabled her to conceive. Is that right? Am I in the right spot? I just, I'm going to go backwards and see. Yeah. Yeah, verse 30. Yeah, so when we left verse 30, Jacob has, uh, you know, two wives now, uh, Rachel and Leah. And um, Leah is the one with the, you know, is the homely looking one, I guess you could say. 
Rachel is the beautiful one that he likes. Uh, you know, he he was going to do everything to get Rachel. Ended up having to get both. Working fourteen years now. Now he's going to start having children. So that that so that's why that's why okay so that's why the Lord saw that Leah was not loved. Leah is not loved because it's not that he doesn't like Leah or doesn't love Leah. It's just that he's head over heels in love with Rachel, right? So in comparison between Rachel and Leah, Jacob really, 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 really likes, really, really, really loves Rachel, wants to do everything with Rachel. Rachel's his honey. Um, Leah is, you know, is the, is the add-on, I guess you could say, the trick that, that his, you know, father-in-law played on him to, to have, you know, get her married off. So that's, that's where we're picking up the story. So when the Lord saw that Leah was not loved, he enabled her to conceive, but Rachel remained childless. Leah became pregnant and gave birth to a son, and she named him Reuben. For she said, it is now the Lord has seen my misery. Surely my husband will love me now. Oh my goodness, this is just so sad. So um, Jacob has two wives now and um, wants to have children with Rachel, no children with Rachel, ends up having children with Leah. And now Leah's like, my husband doesn't love me, but now that I've got children, maybe he'll love me now. And um, it's kind of, it's just, I don't know. It just, it doesn't sit well with me. I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna marry someone, you, you know, you should love them. Uh, but, you know, in Jacob's defense, he did not know he was going to marry Leah. So the question is, will he ever fall in love with Leah as much as he loves Rachel? Um, we'll have to see about that. But it is true that by getting children, um, that it does add a, a degree of mm, satisfaction, I guess you could say, that he's going to have children through Leah. So... But it just, it, I've never liked this. I don't, I don't like it when, when women say, well, my husband doesn't love me, so I'm going to do this and this and this and this and try to earn his love. I guess that's, that's what always bothers me. I think if you're going to have a wife, you should love her unconditionally, period. And that, and there, you know, if you, if you end up having children or lots of children or few children or no children, First and foremost, the best thing you can do is to love, you know, love your spouse. And um, I think that's, I think that's why this story just doesn't sit well with me. Because I think you should always love your wife unconditionally, period. No matter what happens in life, right? Till death do us part. Unconditionally, I'm going to love you. Now, you can grow into love and love changes over time. I mean... I was one of the fortunate few that married like the one woman who was going to, you know, make me a better person, to make me into the person that God wanted me to be. And I was head over heels in love with her. So I got the double whammy. Um, but she has definitely, you know, I, my love has changed dramatically over time. And as you have children, you didn't change more. Um, so Leah, um, Leah has this child. And she says, surely my husband will love me now. I mean, it's just, it's just the way it is, all right? So she conceived again, and when she gave birth to a son, she said, because the Lord heard that I am not loved, he gave me this one too. So she named the second son Simeon. 
And again she conceived. And when she gave birth to a son, she said, Now at last my husband will become attached to me because I have borne him three sons. So she named him Levi. And then she conceived again. And when she gave birth to a son, this time I will praise the Lord. So she named him Judah. And then she stopped having children. So four sons. Boom, 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 boom. And um, now Rachel has no sons at this point. So Rachel uh, is childless. Leah has four sons. And obviously Jacob is beginning to see the joy of fatherhood. And who gave him the four sons? Leah. So yeah, I think that I think Jacob is starting to say, well, you know, I, you know, I, I really was infatuated with with Rachel, but now it's Leah that's bearing me some sons, and so now I have joy, I have completion, and I've got four boys. And let me tell you, four boys is a handful, but when you get four boys, um, you know they can help on the, you know, they can help with the cattle and the sheep and raising the farm and all that. I mean. Now he is now he has come into his own, and it's all because of Leah, and uh, so that's now it's now it's you know what what about Rachel? I mean what what's going to happen with her? She's now childless. Well, let's just continue on and see. Uh, so when Rachel saw that she was not bearing Jacob any children, she became jealous of her sister. So she said to Jacob, "Give me children, or I'll die." all your fault give me children I have no children you have four children with Leah you know no children with me and I'm sure that they're trying I mean that, that it's not his fault for crying out loud I'm sure that I think that yeah I mean it's definitely not his fault so what happens Jacob became angry with her oh this is your honey bun and now you're getting angry with her Jacob became angry with her and said, Am I in the place of God who has kept you from having children? Ha! Huh. It's like, it's not my fault. I'm doing everything I can to have children. This is not on me. Don't blame me. I'm sorry. And, you know, I've got four children with Leah. I've none with you. Don't blame me. Well, she's going to take matters into her hands, isn't she? So verse 3. So Rachel says, Well, here's Bilhah, my servant. Sleep with her so that she can bear children for me, and I too can build a family through her. So she gave him her servant Bilhah as a wife, and Jacob slept with her, and she became pregnant and bore him a son. And then Rachel said, God has vindicated me. He has listened to my plea and given me a son. Because of this, she named him Dan. Rachel's servant Bilhah conceived again and bore Jacob a second son. And then Rachel said, I have had a great struggle with my sister, and I have won. I finally got two boys. So she named him Naphtali. So four sons from, from uh, Leah, two sons with Rachel's servant. Now there are six boys in this family. Now these are not natural-born children with Rachel, um, but, but they are through the servant. Now there's six sons. Jacob should be happy as a clam um, because he's got six boys. Uh, so, so there you go. But then again, it's not Rachel's natural born children, right? And um, how many times have you seen this? What is so interesting is this happens all the time. We've, 
uh, we had some friends of ours. Uh, I mean, this this happens all the time, um, where where a couple will get married and they won't have any children. They won't have any children. They keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. They go through some fertility treatments, no children. So finally, they decide, okay, we're going to adopt. So they go through the whole process. Now, adoption is not easy. If you're going to adopt, you've got to go through training, counseling, and then you've got to save up money because it's uber expensive. You finally get all the money and you adopt. And then the moment you adopt, what happens? They're pregnant with their own children. Happens all the time. We've known two couples in our friends that, have, that, have, that this has happened to. And, um, you know, what, what causes this? I mean, I don't know. Um, for whatever reason, you know, there's, there, it's, just, it's just one of those things. But it's like maybe, you know, maybe the stress is gone or maybe, you know, who knows? It's a season and time. I have no idea. But this does happen all the time. I wonder if it'll happen with Rachel. We will find out. So uh, four sons with Leah, two with Rachel's servant, Bilhah, and uh, let's go on. So when Leah saw, now it's Leah. When Leah saw that she stopped having children, she took her servant Zilpah and gave her to Jacob as a wife. And Leah's servant Zilpah bore Jacob a son. Then Leah said, what good fortune. So she named him Gad. Oh my goodness. Talk about a rivalry. You got two sisters trying to outdo each other to have children. So first you get four. Then Rachel's like, I'm going to give you the servant. Now you have two. And Leah's like, well, I'm not going to be outdone. So she gives his servant Zilpah and gets another, another son. So now there's five on that side and named him Gad. Then Leah's servant Zilpah bore Jacob a second son. Then Leah said, how happy I am. The women will call me happy. So she named him Asher. During wheat harvest, Reuben went out into the fields and found some mandrake plants, which he had brought to his mother Leah. Rachel said to Leah, please give me some of your son's mandrakes. But she said to her, wasn't it enough that you took away my husband? Will you take my son's mandrakes too? Very well, Rachel said. He can sleep with you tonight in return for your son's mandrakes. So when Jacob came in from the fields that evening, Leah went out to meet him. You must sleep with me, she said. I have hired you with my son's mandrakes. So he slept with her that night. And God listened to Leah. And she became pregnant and bore Jacob a fifth son. Then Leah said, God has rewarded me for giving my servant to my husband. So she named him Issachar. Leah conceived again and bore Jacob a sixth son. Then Leah said, God has presented me with his precious gift. This time my husband will treat me with honor because I have borne him six sons. So she named him Zebulun. Sometimes later she gave birth to a daughter and named her Dinah. So now we have a daughter. Then God remembered Rachel and he listened to her and enabled her to conceive. Oh my goodness. So now you've got all these sons, one daughter, and then God finally listens to Rachel. Then God remembered Rachel. He listened to her and enabled her to conceive. She became pregnant and gave birth to a son and said, God has taken away my disgrace. And she named him Joseph and said, may the Lord add to me another son. Um, so uh, we have now um, these two sisters just outdoing each other to have sons. Um, we've got 
one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, natural born through Leah, two through Zilpah, that's eight, two through Bilhah, that's nine, ten. Now you have 11, which is Joseph. We'll actually get a 12th here pretty quick. But the one son that, that um, in, this, in this rivalry, right? The one son that actually comes from Rachel is who? Is Joseph, right? So Jacob is going to love Joseph. There's no question about it. It's all he wanted in life, right? Was to have a son with Rachel. And it didn't happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. You know, six through Leah, two through Leah's servant, two through Rachel's servant, but none with Rachel. And then finally, after all these years and all these children and all these pregnancies, and I mean, I don't know how many, how old are the children are now. I mean, they're, he's probably, the oldest is maybe 10, 12, 15 or whatever. I mean, and then finally he gets a son through Rachel um, and he names him Joseph. So there is no question that, that Joseph is a favored son. I mean, because he's the one son, the firstborn son of, his, of, of the love of his life. And uh, now this is, gonna cause, this is gonna cause problems. I'll tell you that right now. Um, and we know that's gonna, I mean, if you know the story, you know that it causes problems. But um, so uh, now what's interesting is just to take a look at the, the chart here. Uh, found this at a site called conformingtojesus.com, but it's a great little chart. You have the you have Abraham and Sarah, have Isaac, Isaac and Rebecca have Jacob, and then Jacob has four women that he's having children with: Leah, Zilpah, who is Leah's servant, Rachel, servant Bilhah, and then Rachel, younger sister. And Benjamin isn't in the picture yet, but we have eleven sons from all of these women. So Jacob, Jacob is just absolutely, I mean, uh, in an agricultural community, there is no question that having children are not, I mean, they're, 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 they don't, they don't, today having children cost you a quarter of a million dollars. Back then having children just added to the, to the wealth of the tribe and the community and having 12, having 11 sons at this point is, is a major blessing. And there's nothing but blessing in this because, because sons were, sons were, I mean, to have 11 sons and one daughter in and of itself is, is huge, right? What are the statistical odds of that? And then to have 11 strapping young boys that can hap, you know, help around and do all that sort of thing and be boys and uh, you know, and wrestle each other to the ground and, you know, just what a, what a, what an amazing time. And the one girl, Dinah, I mean, how do they treat her? We've got, I've got three girls and one boy. So he's the odd man out. And, um, but can you imagine having 11, 11 boys and one daughter? Um, she, she had to hold her own against 11 brothers. And I bet you, she probably ruled the roost on that one. I bet you she got her way. She, she must have been an amazing, I mean, there's a guy here in Tucson, actually, uh, Kevin Lehman. Uh, Lehman Academy is, is af named after him. He started it. But he wrote a book called The Birth Order Book. And Jennifer and I went to see him speak in Phoenix 30 years ago. And he talked about firstborn, secondborn, thirdborn. 
and Jennifer's a firstborn. I am actually a secondborn, but because there's more than four years difference between me and my older brother, I'm a firstborn again. But I'm also a secondborn, so I have secondborn characteristics, which means I'm, I'm an appeaser and all that sort of thing. But I do have something in, my, in me that gives me firstborn characteristics, which to me is I love taking risks uh, and I'm more entrepreneurial in nature. I love trying new things and doing new things. Um, I have no fear of doing new things at all. I mean, that's just, that's, and that, I think it's because I'm a firstborn, secondborn. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, Jacob has 12 sons and um, love and life, absolutely love and life. What a huge blessing. So he's a hound dog, but what a huge blessing. So, um, I guess the other thing we could look at is uh, the names of these of these children because that will do mean something. Let's just take a look real quick. I found this on another site. Um, Reuben means behold, a son is born to us. Simeon is one who hears. Levi is attached. Judah, the fourth son, you know, now she says, I'm going to praise the Lord. Dan, this is the this is uh, Rachel's um, servant. Dan, he judged Naphtali, my struggle. Gad, good fortune, Asher, happiness, Issachar, reward, Zebulun, honor, Joseph, add to my family. And then Benjamin hasn't come along yet, but he's the son of righteousness. So these are the 12 names of the sons, uh, and they also end up becoming the 12 tribes of, uh, of, of Israel. And uh, the site that I saw said, but this is, if you put all this together, it actually says something. I don't know. It says, Behold, a son is born to unto us, one who hears us and became attached unto us. Praise the Lord. He judged our struggle and brought us good fortune, happiness, reward, honor. He added us to his family and he called us the sons of righteousness. I don't know. That could be, that could be, uh, that could be a, f so the, the person that wrote this said that the 12 tribes of Egypt is actually uh, a foretaste of the son that would be born to Mary to redeem mankind, Jesus. And uh, that's kind of a cool thing too. Um, so I don't know if that's true, but it certainly makes for an interesting, uh, it certainly makes for an interesting, uh, wait, 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 what's happening? Oh no, what happened? Um, what is going on? So I don't know if it's still streaming. And if it's, uh, because I'm not getting that. So I don't know if it's streaming or not. I think what we'll do is go ahead and close it here and because I can't tell if it's still streaming or not. And, um, and then we'll meet tomorrow. So uh, wait, maybe if I reload the page. Hold on, let me see. Let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Um, I had a hiccup or a glitch, I don't know. Oh, all right. It does look like I'm still streaming, but my page went wonky. So I think we'll end it there because I'm not sure what's going on. Um, but I just want to end with this. Having, having children is a blessing, and Jacob finds this out. And, but the, the, the number one son that he's going to love more than anything else is Joseph because his number one love of his life that attached to his heart uh, is Rachel. And um, 
I think he's very, very grateful that he had a son through Rachel. And that son is, of course, Joseph. So uh, we're going to end it there. Um, let's just really quickly close in prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for the blessings of this day. Uh, thank you for being with us. And uh, watch over us until we meet again tomorrow. Keep us in your grace. In Jesus' name, 